0: Welcome to On The Rise Podcast, with your hosts, Sam and Evan. Hello and welcome to On The Rise Podcast. My name is Sam Donzig, alongside my co-host, Evan Brown. Before we get
1: started, On The Rise Podcast is now streaming on MidtownRadio.ca, Saturdays at 10 a.m. Our topics for today's episode are the Astros' sign-stealing scandal, the Timberwolves and Atlanta Hawks trade, uh, Zion's debut that is set. The disgraces of the NFL, our NFC and AFC predictions, Dougie Hamilton's injury, and the Leafs' trade aspirations. Let's begin with the MLB. A lot of uh, hot, well, it's
0: a lot of uh, big news coming out of the MLB. Uh, hot as stove right hot, now, yeah, hot, hot stove, stove, stove right now, especially for those Astros. Um, sign stealing scandal, of course, with the Astros. The GM and head coach were suspended and fired. Lost two of the first round picks and second round picks next year, and a five million dollar fine.
1: First question is, were the punishments fair enough? I thought they were. <clears throat> I mean, um, uh, the co- head coach and the GM, after getting suspended for a full year, it makes sense why they would be fired. They don't want to be related to that. Ironically, former Blue Jays uh, head coach John Gibbons is in the talks for replacing their uh, head coach.
0: Yeah, we did. We <coughs> I did see about that. Yeah, yeah, I did hear that, about that. that was
1: interesting. But they, there's a lot of coaching options uh, out there right now. But either way, uh, I thought that was fair. It makes sense. Although the GM, I don't know if you saw. Uh, He went on record and blamed a lot of people in uh, the organization. He blamed it on the players. He said he had no part of it. He blamed it on... Uh, Low-level employees. For the second time, he's done that in his career. He's blamed something on his uh, fellow coworkers, and I thought that was a bit, a bit harsh. The head coach kind of accepted it. The GM kind of took some shots before he, uh, before he uh, was let go, and I didn't really like that. I mean, the loss of the two first-round and second-round picks in the next two years—that was—that makes sense. I mean, all things considered, you wanna, you wanna make sure this stops now. You don't wanna, ma- you wanna set the tone and say, okay, this is not right. We can't have this happen in the few years.
0: I remember when you were talking about it earlier on, it was a few weeks ago when the, when the allegations first came out and they were saying, I was saying, when I said the fines, they have to be in the millions dollars. And I don't know if they heard yes. me not clearly. I don't know if they heard me or not, but I think the $5 million fine is fair. And, of course, for the GM to make yeah. those comments about, like, and the manager accepted. The manager accepted to say, hey, you know, we, we did something. But for the GM to say low-level employees, I'm like, you are the general manager of a yeah. multi-million dollar, <laughs> hundred plus million like, multimillion dollar, multi-million very rich
1: individual. You are mm-hmm. a very
0: rich individual. And for you to say, like, you you clearly knew what was going on. Like, for you oh, to yeah. say,
1: like, oh, I didn't know what was going on. It was low-level employees. That's, that is a total lie right there in itself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. And, I mean, the $5 million, I think, was acceptable. I think maybe it could have been a bit more. But, uh, honestly, with the loss of the first-round picks already, plus the year suspensions, I get that. And um, now the rumor has come out that Jose Altuve, um, there's some evidence, um, and I can't remember the exact guy who put out the information, but there was... It was uh, it was a guy named... It was on QT on uh, Twitter, I
0: believe it yeah, was. I can't like, remember oh, that. He, there's,
1: been, there's been talk of him becoming, like, a reputable uh, yeah, MLB source. source but, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he claims that... Um, right,
0: right. No, he didn't claim, but he he allegedly said that Jose Altuve and another player, uh, Alex was it Alex Bregman? Uh, uh, Carlos was Beltran. Carlos Beltron, Yeah, he was fired. Was an, yeah, was another player uh,
1: from the, the Alex Be- uh, Carlos Beltran. Sorry, the was the uh, new head coach that yeah. the that he was going to coach the Mets this year. Right, didn't even coach a game and has been let go from the team because of his involvement in this. There yeah. has been some allegations. Yeah, back him to what well. uh, I think what but. I was saying is that. These two, there was two players, Jose Altuve was one of them, and he was
0: saying uh, that apparently he wore an electronic device on his right shoulder, and it would buzz when certain calls were given in, and that would help yeah. him discern So they'd was, have a camera, they'd yeah. focus
1: on the catcher, and instead of them banging on the garbage can, which was the alleged thing at the time, Jose Altuve would wear a electronic device on the inside of his shoulder that would um, buzz whenever there was and, a certain And what's interesting about this as well is that uh, in the, tw- it was a 2017,
0: I think it was, I can't remember what the year was. I think this it was, was 2017. Yeah, it was 2017. He w- he walked off the home run and he yep. he he was about to rip off his shirt, but then he stopped for a second, and then he went quickly. If you if you look at the video, he quickly went down the down the, the stairs into the tunnel, changed into <clears> the, <throat> the shirt, the World Series, uh, um, like the one not the World Series, but think, yeah, like you know, the their, um, their a ALCS ALCS, Champions AlCS Champions Champions championship t-shirt. He put that yeah. on and then he did the interview and he said, oh, and then the reporter asked about. It, and she or uh, Altuve said that his wife doesn't like him taking his shirt off. Yeah, now so, here's the thing though, on his Instagram there was, fi- there was five yeah, there's five pictures there's multiple yeah there was on Tim and Sid there's
1: multiple pictures of him without his shirt on and his wife seems to be fine with about it. So yeah, there was a bunch of questions about that in the video. Um, it shows Altuve because normally in the MLB if the guys are celebrating uh, he hit a walk off home run off of, uh, Aroldis Chapman and there yeah. was a big celebration afterwards. And normally in the MLB you know they're celebrating. And, and, the and guys sometimes it
0: can it can be dangerous. It can be. Yeah. Da- there's, been yeah. Yeah. there's been players injured.
1: there's been players injured in those t- big the most The most common thing in the MLB is the guys rip his jersey off. Yeah. you know, show off the muscles, whatever. whatever yeah. But he, uh, you could clearly see him saying to the team, um, what what looks to be what he mouths is, I've got the piece on don't rip my shirt off don't don't rip it off that's basically that, that's what uh, you picked up on that's what a lot of people have picked up on was right. saying he don't he didn't want it ripped off and that it looks, I, I was focused on the ripping
0: his shirt I didn't see that but
1: it, maybe it you see something it looks like he mouths the word I've got a piece on and yeah, that he's was, got something that was and I think one there with was the and there
0: was another clip as well I, it was another it was it was another post on in Instagram and it was one of the first pictures where you can see it was circled on another Houston Astros player it was like a little device in his left shoulder you could, you could almost see um a you, wire almost a wire but, and s- I don't know what that was but, but you'd never know what that could been yeah There was there's
1: a lot of talk about yeah. that being uh, an incredible source because yeah. they were saying like oh you could literally just circle any fold in a jersey yeah. and say that could be a wire outline No no, that he didn't know
0: with the photo that I'm reporting uh, reforming to is that the player had a he'd taken his shirt off and he had a tank top on and you could see like you could see a part oh, of his skin I didn't and it see was something yeah. okay, I saw that but that's what I was looking at. So I think it was the second player. Yeah, there was a lot but of, in my mind yeah. And Jose Altuve has come out and he made a statement. He denies the claim that yes, if He denies it, course, everything. He denies which the obvious thing, which is the w- obvious w- thing makes to do. sense. Because yeah. you're not going to be like, oh, yeah, man, I was wearing that device. We cheated. Yeah. Like, yeah, though. Yeah. He's going to deny it as much as he can. The question is do you think, though? Do you think like maybe we don't know because like they were saying now the MLB has put this sort of thing to bed because they haven't really found sufficient enough evidence based on the allegations. Yeah, they're gonna do
1: a couple like a bit more investigating just because of this new evidence so that he could be wearing that device. But I and don't what think is they're... the punishment then if Altuve is <coughs> Altuve is fine? Oh, are you kidding me? Um, it, uh, for Altuve, it could be year suspension, could be couple year suspension, termination of his contract, could be so many different things. And I mean, a lot of talk on in, uh, on in the news really was if. You look at um, Pete Rose. Pete Rose, an incredible player. Uh, uh, oh, I saw his comments about it. Yeah. No, he didn't comment on it. I was saying. I uh, thought.
0: I thought. Yeah, they did comment it. Uh,
1: he didn't comment on it, but what a lot of people were saying were the fact that um, he, back in the day, uh, led the le- um has the most hits all time. He's one of the greatest players to ever play. But he is not in the Hall of Fame because of the fact that in his career, he would bet on his own games. And that was kind of the MLB's way saying, okay, you did that for your career. You were an incredible player, but we're not letting you into the Hall of Fame because betting on your own games, like you could have thrown games, you could have done whatever. But a lot of people were saying, especially on, I believe I was reading an article on the score or something like that. They were saying that. If you are the Astros and you have won that championship, how can you... If the MLB is going to let them keep their championship and keep all of their credibility, what do you do about Pete Rose? Because that changes your view on Pete Rose. Because... He bet on his own games, but that wasn't really um, that bad for cheating wise. But if you look at the Astros, this gave them a significant advantage compared to a situation where Pete Rose didn't do much. Like, he bet on his own games where, yes, he could have thrown games. But if you look at what the Astros have done here, if it, if it is proven true, they mean, have like, just yeah, proven but like, that they would the, cheated. Would the betting to,
0: mean like he would bet against his team? Because he's always betting to he sometimes
1: He sometimes would bet against his own team and he would bet on all sorts of different types to games, he had like a gambling problem. Right, I remember and yeah. so there was okay, a lot of talk Okay, that makes sense. Because when, when you games. said betting on your own team, it seems like he he bet only for his team to win. No, so he so bet on he, like, against his team sometimes. Yeah. And that was the problem, is that they there were reports that he was throwing games because he wanted to win more money right, okay. on games that <laughs> yeah, he that uh, bet sense, on himself, yeah. but he still had an incredible career. Mm-hmm. And I think that this kind of situation will change the mindset on, especially guys like we talked about as well uh, with the PEDs last week, yeah. because if those guys who cheated but still put up a Incredible numbers and allegedly cheated, but this with the Astros situation, you can prove that was was what was interesting
0: about uh, it was on Tim and said yesterday when I or the other when I the other day when I was watching it and they pulled up Jose Altuve's stats for home and away. I saw that and that I, I saw nuts. these the stats difference between nuts. his OPS is uh, on like his um, on base percentage. As I well. remember some of the stats. It was like, and the uh, home runs as well was just vastly different between home and away. Yeah, they
1: showed it was 36 games away, 36 games at home. Uh, um in the playoffs that he played, yeah and that season he bat it uh, he had a four twenty seven average, which is absolutely ridiculous at home that yeah. is that is MVP type level stuff. Yeah. but then on the road he had a one forty three average and his OPS was like one point like, <laughs> like like two ninety three or something yeah. like that it was so like on the road, he was significantly worse than what he was doing at home, which doesn't help his case at all. Because if you think about it, they would obviously have the cameras at home, so he could only wear a device like that at home. Yeah. Because they wouldn't have obviously set up cameras at every MLB stadium, so giving them the home advantage. To I don't. The I don't think.
0: I don't think they would have gone that crazy. the, the staff's like, no, Hey, what are these but, cameras here? But
1: it's definitely going to be interesting. <clears throat> to that's, see that's why there's a lot of talk about what's going to happen with the Astros. Obviously, more could be revealed in the coming days. We don't know Carlos Beltran's involvement in this. There has yeah. been reports. He has been let go by the Mets, obviously. But what his whole involvement in this is? Who else might have been involved? Was Altuve really wearing a device? There's yeah. going to be a lot of questions over it, a couple of years. It's going to yeah, yeah over the next couple because, of days. We're going to yeah. find
0: out what exactly happened with the Astros. And I think that they recently came out. Was the MLB and MLB players' association are trying to work to get this fixed? They're trying yes, to figure out new rules <clears throat> into to limit the amount of technology that is entered. because yes. there's a tons of technology that oh has yeah. entered the game in oh any yeah. sport, especially in the MLB, that they're trying to push. And having these issues of these cameras and these devices possibly. For like winning ways, it doesn't look good on the MLB, nor does it look good on the Astros. Yeah. So mm-hmm. in my mind, the MLB does have to do something to stop this from happening. Because again, the Red Sox were another team that were a part of yes. this. Not as serious yes. as this, but still on a minor case, minor yeah. level. To there's this, there's going
1: to be talk about the uh, the Red Sox punishment, I believe, in the coming days as well. It, yeah, um, it, it hasn't been put out yet. So I don't think so. No, no. Um, but apparently, um, it's
0: supposed to be significantly
1: worse now from Alex Cora's. Really? I thought I, I heard it was going to be similar. I it didn't was going to be similar. Get right. worse. It's worse, but I, it could be <clears> worse. It could I'm getting, be worse. I'm intrigued. Uh, one final question I have is, I'm intrigued to see if they will take away their championship or not. See,
0: here's my thing. Though. Like, he, Here's what I think about it, though. Because when you think about it, like, if you look at the two year, two years that they... It's been... It's against been, the Dodgers. It was 2017. Against, right? 2017. a couple years after. It was a couple years after. Uh, against the Dodgers to see... Mm. I don't know. Like, I feel like, though, the question is more... Is the players gonna like do the players? Because if L2, if the question was, mm, I don't know. Like, in my mind, I don't think you take away the championships. I, I don't yeah, think. I you, mean, I, it's, it's really, a really hard. It's, it's really it's really a, really toss, a toss up because,
1: because it didn't happen in the World Series. That's the thing. Is that well, it could have happened in the World Series, but all your evidence right now is, is in, fa- is, is, in is in the ALCS. So you're not gonna go back and replay. But it, I, but, but I think what thing. you could do though
0: is you could take away. Because a lot of fans right now are saying rip down the banners, take away the rings, you know, give it to the Dodgers. Give it to the Dodgers. Those are probably
1: all the Dodgers fans. Probably. Let's be real here. <laughs> in my, they're, thing, just, they're they're just salty over the past couple of years because of Kershaw not doing well in the playoffs. But anyways, <laughs>
0: yeah, that, that could be the thing as well. And like, how much advantage did they gain? And like, really, was yeah. it enough to 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 Because if, signific- am- if, if 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 the evidence shows that they gained a significant advantage in, and they prove that like. And obviously, it could be like they proved a significant advantage and they did win these games because of these devices and because of these cameras. You have to say, okay, how well they did they on the road versus at home. That's what one yeah. thing you could look at and go, what did the Astros do at the home, at home, versus on the road? And if there's a significant difference in the record think, and it's a significant winning advantage, then I think you can look at possibly not taking away the rings but taking away at least the banner that they won the ALCS. I That's say, my mind. That's Don't I take say, away the rings but take but away the banners, though, my for thing, the ALCS. My thing
1: is that you... Uh, if, it, if it is proven that they had a significant advantage, I say you just take the, that year of 2017, that year, that playoff section, just void it. Void the year. Don't give the ring to the Dodgers because they didn't deserve it in the World Series because they lost. Yeah. But also, don't give it to the Astros. Just void that year. Right. Just you take that. You take mm-hmm. their banner. You take their rings. Yeah. You take their name off the trophy. That's a fair point. And you just completely wipe that. Like, whole like,
0: yeah, wipe that off year. That you that, just that, void, the yeah, void the whole year. You
1: agree that okay, not nobody. Nope, this this option kind of lets everybody be somewhat okay with it because the Astros. Yes, they're losing their championship, but at least it doesn't go to the Dodgers. Dodgers fans are like, okay, at least they lost their championship. Yeah, it would it's kind it, of like it would a be a win-win option.
0: situation for the MLB say hey Astros you're not getting your championship but Dodgers fans you're not going to get this one because you probably would have lost in the World Series against there's going to be there's going to be the, against the, mm-hmm. the Yankees yeah and the yeah. Yankees
1: fans are going to be like well okay we don't re- really care yeah. so in the rest of the MLB it's going to be okay this is this is like the neutral option i say you just void the year right. make sure that they get the proper punishment down and then make sure that this doesn't happen cuz there's going to be significant consequences if they if they do catch Altuve uh, or any other player Uh, who have been shown using that device. And I think they are going to crack down on this as quickly and as harshly as they can because they don't want to see this become the future of the MLB. Alrighty, that wraps up our MLB discussion regarding the sign-stealing scandal
0: with the Astros. Alrighty, moving now on over to the NFL. Some big news out of... uh, Well, not not really out of anywhere, but Antonio Brown's agent uh, giving him an ultimatum to get help. Um...
1: Really, what do you think about this? Like, this this uh, possibility that he, that he threatened to drop him? I thought this was an interesting situation because Antonio Brown has had a very interesting year. And it's been, um, like, just... Overall, I don't see why his agent hasn't left him at this point because, I mean, you look at what he's had to do for Antonio, trying to persuade ML, uh, NFL teams to try to take a shot at him, trying to give him more, trying to give him a workout. But really, the agent's been trying to control his personality this entire time. He's Antonio he's doing Brown the he's doing
0: the person. job of a PR person, really. Like every yeah. Pro, yeah. pro athlete has a PR person that says, "Hey, don't put that on social media." I don't he's think he's not he, doing a very good job think, though. <laughs> I don't think he has a PR person to be honest. No. Really, he does oh, not have a PR not person to do that and honestly I feel bad for Antonio Brown like I know people like you know say like Antonio Brown is who he is but I seriously think though he needs some help he needs to go see he, 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 could, do, he, he, I, he does he need to go because sort of Antonio Brown is one of the greatest football players I would say when he was in his prime he was, in a, he was a really good receiver For the Pittsburgh Steelers, when he He, was with the Steelers, he
1: was very good. He was very good.
0: Yes, he did have some attitude issues, and not. And every player is going to have some attitude issues here and there. He he was worse than others. He was a very type A personality guy. He clearly was probably dealing a lot again. (laughs) Yeah, type type A personality guy who clearly had some issues. But I do feel for Antonio Brown needing to get some help, and if he doesn't want to get help, if that's fine, that's his option. But I do think he should look at getting help to possibly not because I know like the question is well. Is he going to go back to the NFL ever? Like, is he ever going to make it to the NFL? And the question is, I don't think so. I I don't think any team's going to touch him with a 10-foot pole now. I don't think so either.
1: Honestly, I could see him. uh, I don't see him going to the CFL. I could see him in the XFL. Yeah, like I Ocho, could see Cin-
0: him. Chad Ocho Cinco
1: is trying uh, yes, out there for I, the yes. for a kicker actually. For which kicker, is that was a- an interesting story. Yeah. But I think I think you could see maybe him taking a shot in the XFL with that starting up. Uh, just based yeah, on the fact that good. like I don't think any NFL team is no go NFL after no him, smart like, NFL team oh, is yeah. going to is going to take him just, on. He's just a terrible. Until locker until, room he, guy.
0: until he gets
1: help. Instantly. Until he proves he. Until he proves that he can change.
0: If he proves he can change, like if he goes through a serious period where he gets help and he goes through counseling or some type of like goes sees a therapist i don't know if he has to go do that if he does have to go do that that is fine he needs to go get some help to understand because there was a video that surfaced a week ago on the internet that had so much swearing i could even i couldn't even watch it anymore it was yeah. it was a terrible it was a terribly sad video for uh for everyone to watch and something like that he put it on he was live on instagram yeah. so um, clearly his phone has become a distraction as well i think a lot of people have yeah. attest about that his phone is the, the media the media has gone to his
1: head pretty clearly and i think that it's affecting him his game and it's affecting him his mental his personally. mental state
0: yeah. his mental state is not strong right now. No, it's not. And I do feel for him and I do think that he should get help and I think that if he does get help. He could, be, like, he has to get help. He has to prove that he's, he's, a, he's a changed man. He has to, like, come present himself properly to the NFL and has to beg for any team to take him. Yeah, and there was... Another, honestly, yeah. though, Antonio Brown he's still a good football player. We saw oh, yeah. him ball out against uh, oh, yeah. against Miami, you know, I guess Miami. It was like a while ago this year. He did have a pretty solid game. He has had yeah. some really good years. So in my mind, I think it's a possibility if Antonio Brown gets help, then Antonio Brown could find one team. One team maybe. One, one team lucky. could give him a one shot. One team could eventually. give him a shot and that's it. and and if he doesn't get that and that's his last shot. Oh, yeah. He has Th- one more shot and that's shot it. After that.
1: Um another situation yeah. though was um the Odell Beckham Jr. situation. Right, it was
0: after the LSU Clemson National Championship game now again. Uh, there was another story I had done to this as well. Was the cl- uh, LSU players were smoking cigars in the uh, locker room, so the security came in, this campus security as well. Yeah, uh, trying like to some, shut it down, trying to shut it down whatever. and stuff like that. Now apparently it was when uh, one of the police officers, an older gentleman or uh, security officer, was uh, looking looking at the different burn marks around one of the defensive players or offensive def- defensive players for the LSU lineman. Um, and then Obel J- Odell Beckham Jr. proceeded to assault the officer. Uh, he, uh, this
1: was just a terrible story. It's it's you can clearly see it on video too, which doesn't help. Um, we're obviously not going to show any sort of video or anything like that because uh, we've already seen it. But whatever, um, Odell, it just doesn't look good for Odell because like you can pretty clearly see in the video he like taunting the officer and stuff like that afterwards. Now, it's now a, my
0: question: Do you? to you odell is why why do you like what possessed you to do that like what made you so like for like your brain to think that is such a like a good move you were like that was one of the stupidest things you could have done in like you were you were a guest in there you were a guest you have a special press pass you're in there you're an lsu alumni member you know you're like you're in there you were uh there was also handing out the cash thing as well and Now was interesting as well is that after, I've seen this video so many times and I just remember like I'm looking at the first time the second time and the third time and him see, like the doing the stupid things after like after he turn the police officer turns to him and points him and says what are you doing like hey don't do that yeah. and then he starts taunting him and like I don't know he starts moving his arms and it's like I'm like what are you doing yeah. and it's a really stupid thing to do and the question is like there has been a police there's been arrest warrant listed for him yep. I don't think there should like I don't think he should be arrested he should maybe be fined hit with a fine for assault and battery,
1: uh, I, think, you, I like, think you're gonna suspe-
0: yeah. you're gonna suspend a player for slapping a cup's... For slap, slap, no, him, I think,
1: I think you give him a. I think the NFL is definitely giving him a fine. I think yeah, uh, the, the police are giving step him in. a fine. The police are going to step um, in. I think as well. Community th- service hours is what you could give him. Like give him. I like, think you give him a, give a bit of community, like, community service hours. Give
0: him Forty community service hours. He would. That would. Give and him I some think. Good.
1: And I think Odell will get a small suspension from the NFL. I say he, a one or two gamer just to say you need to clean up your act because this is not the face of the NFL because he is one of the most popular people in the NFL. He, he needs is. to clean up his act and that's not what the NFL wants to be no. represented by.
0: And I think the NFL, what the NFL needs to do in regards to Odell Beckham Jr. and also Antonio Brown, it's about not so much now that he's out of the league, but if he was still in the league, even around when he was having these issues is these players that are making the wrong storylines. Odell Beckham Jr. took all, took like, all the headlines for the LSU-Clemson yeah. game. Like, he took over. Like, it was not like Joe Burrow's big night and like the big win. It was just Odell, Odell, it's just Odell, giving, Odell. It's just
1: giving the NFL bad press all
0: it's the It's giving through. the NFL bad press. And in my mind, Odell Beckham Jr. is seeking attention. Not, seem, oh, yeah. like not oh, all yeah. the time, but a lot of these players are seeking 100%. attention. And I think that for this, Odell Beckham Jr. needs to clean up his act because right now... Uh, he he does not look like the model athlete because Odell Beckham Jr. sells tickets to the Browns oh, yeah. games. He's, People, a, he's when, one of the most they, beloved
1: they, athletes around the league because he makes incredible plays yeah. and he gets he gets stuff done right. And you see that's why there's so many jerseys of Beckham. That's why he was loved in New York. That's why he's loved now he, in Cleveland. In the past few years, he hasn't been as strong as his rookie season. His rookie season, he broke out no, in New
0: York. He had the amazing but, catch. He's been off and on due to injuries and because of these off-field issues as well. Yes,
1: the off-field issues, I think, which have been I think the most is a big effective.
0: thing, been distracting everyone so if he cleans that up then i think he can be a good player in the league he's just he gotta clean be. up his act off the field and he's got to s- understand that you were a figure like for the national football
1: league you were he's a, a very a, uh he's very high representative of what the nfl is he's the he's the he's one of the faces of the nfl He is one of the most popular well, right, not right now but i not past, right now the face
0: of the nfl right now i'd say would be like if you to, if you were to pick a couple players lamar right now the, was lamar jackson <laughs> patrick
1: holmes Still, Tom Brady somehow. <laughs> Tom Brady <laughs> at forty-three. He, he, yes
0: and no. Still, my I. I think he's aging out with the face there. of the NFL. But he's right, up there. right, now, I think right now it's Patrick Holmes and Lamar Jackson as the yeah yeah. And Odell um,
1: Beckham Jr. probably could have been there if he wasn't. And, and
0: the square. question that I'm asking is, who's more likely to change their ways? Is Antonio Brown going to get help? Is he going to change? Is it is Odell going to start to realize, hey, I got to stop doing this if I want to have a smart, successful like a uh, successful career.
1: I think. Anto- I think. I don't think either of them have a very good chance based off of their personalities at the moment, but I think Antonio Brown is going to realize that at the moment he is at rock bottom. No NFL teams want him. No team is going to take a chance on him because they know how he is going to affect the locker, uh, the locker room. His agent is threatening to leave him. He is not in a good place right now on the internet and in his uh, in his mind either. And I think that he is going to hit rock bottom and realize, okay, I've got to get my act together I'm at the bottom. I want to get back to the top. And I think he's going to be the first one to kind of realize what's, what's I, going I think, on. I think, and I think, I think, Antonio I think Brown he's going to move more, forward is, from he's that. He's
0: more likely to change his ways because what Antonio Brown is realizing and what Antonio Brown's family, like close to family should do is he should get some help from his close family. Um, if he has, like, I know he probably has some as well as yep. him around. Yeah. Is he needs to get rid of his phone for a while. Just stay off social media. Oh, yeah. just, just, just get get, get a social media. media break because right now social media is hurting him. Because what they're doing, social is media there, is such a
1: toxic place. Sometimes it is such a toxic gotta place. De- you you got to decompose detox. and you yeah, got rid of it. And I don't want to say.
0: I understand he's posting stuff and he's tweeting stuff out and he's still trying to stay relevant. But my mind, stay quiet. Just be like oh, don't yes. don't any, don't say anything and just be quiet and then show yourself. Show to the NFL that you've learned. Like you've learned your lesson, like as as a young kid would do, they make a mistake, they learn their lesson, then they just kind of go back to it. They go to have a timeout. Go yeah. sit, just go sit don't down Don't start calling
1: people out on Twitter Especially Logan Paul Saying that you want to fight them And that you're going to train under Mayweather yeah. Take your time Detox from social media Get back to what you're doing Get back to playing football Get back to becoming lo- I would love to see Antonio Brown player. Back in the league though
0: I would love to see Antonio Brown I would
1: as long as he can clean up his act Because I don't think any team Is going to take a chance on I don't want to
0: read any more Antonio Brown headlines Saying any more of uh, He is one like of the most Talked about behavior. people on this podcast Just because there's so much He's always in headlines We've taken a break from him a while because he hasn't been too much in the news we try to stay away from him too much because there's other big news as well this is something that we wanted to talk about as well and to bring up as well because in my mind I think Antonio Brown needs to change his ways for his own health just oh, yeah. for, for him to stay him and Odell physically and mentally change. well but Odell Beckham Jr. as well but Odell is younger though Odell is still he's still he's yeah. still in my mind he's yeah. still a kid He's going to do stupid things. And this is one of the stupid things that he does. He's going to learn from this mistake and go, maybe, you know, I shouldn't do this. Because he yeah. one, he handed yeah. out real money. It was real money, actually. They they first said it was fake, but it was actually – Joe Burrow did come out and say that it was real money. Uh, there was a possible violation there as well. And then, of course, there was, yeah, the, uh, there's a lot there was the assault of, of the officer. Like there was that. another – um, so it was just,
1: be... it, this happens at college celebrations. It, it, it happens, sense, so what are you right, going to do? Like... But
0: in my mind, I think Anthony Brown is the more likely person to change, and I do feel that it, it, it that's what's going to happen. In I my think mind. so, yeah. Already, moving on to some other news. Of course, the NFC and AFC Championship game this weekend. The Titans and Chiefs first on 3 o'clock Sunday, and then 6.30 uh, East. These are all Eastern times. So the we'll Packers versus Forty 49 49ers in uh, San Francisco. Let's start with the Titans versus Chiefs game. I think this is going to be a very close game. Earlier the year, early in the year, they did play. The Titans did win the game after holding on. The Titans did win the game against the Chiefs. Who do you have in this game?
1: Yes, we said the Titans. We did not say the Ravens. Yes, the Titans beat the Ravens last week. Still don't know how that happened. But um, I think that going forward, or going forward, the Titans, no matter how they do in these, and say they make it to Super Bowl, say they don't, it's already an accomplishment for them. They've had an incredible season. They are, they are. It's they the were...
0: Cinderella season come to an end possibly, possibly. on Sunday.
1: I mean we've bet against them before. We've bet against them every week so far. well we kind of No no we kind of bet for them against Tom Brady, but uh, no, <laughs> I
0: picked them I picked them against the Patriots. I, I picked Lamar Jackson because when I saw that game I said Lamar Jackson is gonna have a really good game. Marky now what I didn't realize as well, that I didn't realize that Mark Ingram went out early in that game, which because I was I was working actually, so I was coming home and um and I didn't realize that as well. So I saw I heard about that. Yeah. Which plus, I think was a big blow think, as well. I
1: think inexperience as well for Lamar inexperience in the Inexperience really was the big help, thing. I think really
0: uh, because they weren't really... And the thing that I noticed about the Chiefs, is, I mean with the Titans, is the Titans, the way that they win, the way that they succeed is they have the ball first and they run the ball. And they, can curl, they control the clock. And to win the they game... They just give it to Derrick Henry. They give it to he Derrick Henry. Over. But the thing is they play with the lead though. When you look at both games, they oh, played yeah. with the lead. Oh, yeah. They were up 14 to 13 at halftime. Against the Patriots, they scored one defensive touchdown in the second half. They limited yep. Tom Brady. The defense is one underlying thing that we do not talk about the Titans because Derek Henry is over. But the Titans' secondary has been extraordinary this offseason. I'm going to say extraordinary this season as well. Uh, with this post with Logan yeah. this, so- this postseason. Yeah. Uh, with Kenny Vicaro. Um, and, of course, Logan Ryan, the former New England Patriot, in my mind. But to go back to the prediction, But will it
1: be able to stop Patrick Mahomes? is the question, because the Chiefs have looked pretty good. I think
0: the Titans have the chance, but on my mind, I'm picking the Chiefs winning this one in a close... Closely contested battle. This is going to be a battle the Chiefs of over the which Titans.
1: defense can shut down more because, yeah, because you, both defenses have been really good. I mean, the Chiefs are kind of kind of he's known the run that defense.
0: End. Isn't as solid for the Chiefs, which I do
1: think is a concerning issue. But, but I think that based on the play of the Titans and the play of the Chiefs so far, this is going to be uh, definitely a close game. Um, but I th- I am going to agree with you on the fact that I think that KC is going to take the Titans. See, the, so the difference between but, Patrick, the difference yeah. between
0: Patrick Holmes and Lamar Jackson is experience. And yes. he knows when Lamar, when uh, Patrick Mahomes was down 24, nothing against Houston, he didn't, he didn't, he, he buckled down. He said, Hey, listen, we're only, down, we're only down 24. We can still, they proceeded to score 28 points in like, I'm pretty sure in like 10 minutes or whatever. It was like, 20, it was, it was less than that. It was, it was like five than, minutes.
1: It was, it, they did, they had, they had a stretch there where they were, uh, they a scored three mis-
0: touchdowns in like. Those there two touchdowns and like, I, there was a, there was a couple
1: misplays as well. Uh, very there was, mis- yeah, there a was a couple misplays, misplays and, by the Texans, yeah. but still, I think I think the Chiefs take this one over the Titans. But I'd be interested to see if the Titans can prove us wrong again. Because I would, would be honestly I would I would love crazy. to
0: see Titans in the Super Bowl. Um, let's move on now. Of course, the 49ers versus the Packers.
1: This is another
0: close game. Now, of course, they played early in the year and it did not well represent the Packers fans at least for their. Uh, argument of if they can beat the Packers. I mean if they can beat the 49ers matter if the Packers can beat the 49ers. Because they eight. 37 yeah. <laughs> to 8 in a slat like a huge massive win for the 49ers. Um, obviously these are two different teams right now. The 49ers are still the high powered offense with that surprise with that really good defensive line, which I think helps them give the advantage over this. So with of course Jamie Garoppolo still being I understand he's still younger than um than Aaron Rodgers. Not as enough playoff experience. But I do think that the 49ers are going to win this. The defense is going to have to step up big. But I do think the 49ers are going to win this at home.
1: You, I, you, seem, to, you seem to disagree. I am going to disagree. I am going, based on the fact that, A, this is going to be a very close game. I think that, that, that the regular season game does not well represent either team. I think that uh, the Packers did not have a very good game. And I think the uh, 49ers really took advantage of that. Um, the Packers are much stronger now. Aaron Rodgers has a ton of playoff experience. He always comes up at the clutch moments. And I think even though they are on the road in San Fran, based on Jimmy Garoppolo's season, yes, he's doing well. I don't know if he has the proper experience in the playoffs. And based on the fact that Aaron Rodgers is always clutch in the playoffs, their offense has looked a killer the last couple games. I think the Packers take this one on the road against the 49ers, just based on the fact that their offense is going to come up clutch for them. And I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to be surprised to see how well they're going to take on that incredible defense of the 49ers. I think they're going to catch their defense by surprise. Here's my thing, though.
0: I know you said the regular season season game doesn't well represent what happened because the Packers had a bad game. Well, the reason why they had a bad game is because that defensive line destroyed the offensive line and they got to Aaron Rodgers multiple times and they forced him into mistakes. If that happens on Sunday... It's the same but game. But you
1: know Aaron Rodgers as well as I do, and the fact Aaron that Ro- he yes. makes incredible adjustments he can, he can, he can make off an, of he can,
0: he can make a, a, incredible adjustments as much as he wants, but I do think that the, for the Packers to win this game, A, the offensive line has to be on point with regards to their defense. They know they already played them once. They know it. And I do think they, they have a chance. I don't think it's going to be it. It's going to be a close game, but I do think that the 49ers... Are going to win this game? It's going to be the question: of Who has the ball last? Really? Who has yeah. the ball last, and who has it's the lead? It's going late? to be a really close game. It's I do think it's sure. going to be it's going to be a very interesting game. Alrighty, that wraps up our NFL discussion regarding Antonio Brown's agent giving him ultimatum and the Odell Beckham Jr. Ass- um uh, uh, allegations of the assaulting officer, and of course some other headlines as well, and our NFC and AFC g- uh, game predictions. Already moving now over into the NBA. The Atlanta Hawks and the Timberwolves ex- have exchanged players and picks as well. Uh, Jeff Teague has been traded to the Atlanta Hawks and Alan Crabb to the Timberwolves, along with some other draft picks as
1: well, I believe. I think there was, yeah, there, there was, was a uh, the, on Graham, I believe his name was. Oh, uh, no, a to couple the other players as well? Okay. Uh, there was, I think, that Graham went to the Hawks as well in that trade, and I think there was a pick in there as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the question is, who won this trade? Because really, both teams...
0: Not doing really too well in the league. And
1: yeah, Timberwolves have had a lot of injuries this season. Hawks have never really looked as strong as I think they should be. Um, but the Timberwolves have had a lot of injuries this season. Cats coming back soon, hopefully. And hopefully they could turn their season around. I think they might need a coaching change. That's just my opinion. But either way, um, I think this is a great pickup for the Timberwolves. Alan Crabb, um, mind you, is a bench shooting guard. He's not your typical starter type of guy, but he can shoot the three pretty well. And Which Jeff, I think is
0: huge, just in, uh, in the uh, in the era, the twenty first century of where the uh, three point uh, shooting is. Yes, a big yes, game.
1: that's huge in this in today's NBA. And Jeff Teague, I have never liked Jeff Teague as a player. I have always disliked him. Uh, I mean, he was okay. He he was decent with the Hawks in his first stint, then got traded around, and now he's back on the Hawks. If he could get back to his old ways, then maybe the Hawks win this trade. But I think that the Timberwolves, the fact that they got rid of Teague, added Crab. Um, maybe they might have given up a bit extra in there, but I still think that Crab is the shooter that the Timberwolves needed to add. And there it, is it, there is a couple other pieces I think the Timberwolves need to add if they want to improve their season dramatically. Yeah. But getting rid of Jeff Teague's contract and adding a shooter in Alan Crab is very is, is going to be a good addition for. The I would
0: definitely agree with you. I think we were talking about as well uh, this uh, that Jeff Teague does need to be moved away from the Timberwolves. Because the, the season that he's having and like this, the, yes,
1: Jeff uh, Teague was G. never a good a good player for the Timberwolves. And he was
0: better with the Atlanta Hawks in the prime when they had those old jerseys. As well, yes, I do yes. remember that as well. It was a <laughs> couple number of years ago, so I do think that of course the, uh, the like the Atlanta Hawks have won this trade with, or no, like I mean, the Timberwolves have won this trade. Uh, no, the. Yeah, the Timberwolves have won this trade because they got rid of Jeff Teague. The addition of Alan Crabb, like you said, is a good three-point shooter. Yeah. And I definitely think that in today's NBA, having players that can shoot three-point, three-pointers as well, or having three-point percentage, or just even run the floor and creating three-point shots is always a big thing as well. And I think that's definitely going to be a huge addition think, for the Timberwolves. I think what
1: this also this move also does for the Timberwolves is it shows they have confidence in Jarrett Culver. Yeah. I think Jarrett Culver is going to get a lot more minutes off the bench now in that point guard position because he's technically a shooting guard, I believe, but he's a bit undersized for the shooting guard position. So I think they might play him at point guard off the bench. And I am I I am intrigued to see how he's going to do because he has been playing in limited minutes this year. He hasn't he's been playing off the bench here and there. Hasn't been getting too much time. But I think Jarrett Culver could be a very effective player in today's NBA. And I believe if he gets more time on the Timberwolves, which I think this is kind of their plan into doing. Uh, They saw what he could do somewhat in the season. This is him moving on into, like, this is him moving up in the lineup, and I think that getting rid of Jeff T really will boost his minutes, and I think it'll boost his play. And I mean, I don't know if he'll catch Ja for rookie of the year at all, but I do think that um, he will be getting some decent minutes off the bench and can really start to establish that he can be a good player in today's NBA because I believe he will be. I I believe he will be a pretty good shooter in the next coming in the coming years and I feel like he is kind of the future of the Tim Rolves at this point along with Cat and Wiggins and everyone else yeah already moving on to some other news as well Zion Williamson is set to make his NBA
0: dan- uh, debut next week January 22nd the game has be nationally televised they're supposed to be playing the San Antonio Spurs what is the stat line, and what do you think about them? Uh, obviously, this debut has been hyped up for so long now, for months and months and months since he got drafted. Well, when he's gonna make this debut, and it's getting closer and closer. Now we're gonna get to see him play. Now there has been reports as well that I'm just gonna say this that he's gonna play in stints. He's not gonna play a very long minute. I don't think he's gonna be out there which long. Which makes sense. Which, which makes sense because you're coming back from a massive injury, uh, and you're learning how to run and walk again, like the. Uh,
1: like, they yeah, they like they're talking about, they adjusted his walk, his adjusted his walk. ability to make sure he, that he was healthy for the season, and that going forward in his career, which they presume is going to be long, that he doesn't have these problems continuously, because that was going, that was a huge concern for him going in. Uh, do you do you think injury. it's too early for him to
0: return? Do you think he should just sit out and just get fully healthy and then start next year? Do you think it's good to set his debut for this early?
1: I thought it was a bit early, but based off all of all the videos that are being posted online of him dunking and warm ups and stuff like that, maybe he is ready. I don't know. Um, but I say you should have uh, the 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 Pelicans are kind of desperate right now. I think that's why they put him in uh, just based on the fact that they've been wa- uh, they've been waiting for Zion to get healthy. Uh, they're kind of slipping in the playoffs. They've Brandon Ingram and Lonzo and some other guys have been stepping up in the absence of Zion. But I think that the Zion, if he can come back and can play, if he could be, if he is fully healthy, then by all means go ahead play him because I'm sure he like it would be nice if he could win Rookie of the Year. But I'm sure he didn't care about it that much. Rookie oh, of the Year is not is, the target.
0: He is. Not winning
1: rookie of the year, I don't care.
0: People, people like if if he, if he had not got injured, if he was playing right now and he was having
1: some decent stats, yes, He's, his target that. his target was not that going into. This and I
0: season, do though. think it's a little early because when you think about it, like you're coming back from a big like injury as well, you want to make sure that you're down the line. And yes, you could see, yes, there's a lot of videos of him dunking and some short like short running spurts. But have you seen him run up and down the floor? Have you seen him on defense? Have you seen him, have you seen him play 48 minutes a night? No, not 48 minutes a night, but have you seen him play 20 nights a game? Have you seen him play in the scrimmage? Because if there was a video of him in a 5-on-5 scrimmage and him moving around and him setting screens and him moving properly. Taking hard hits. Taking hard, fouls. like drawing fouls. Then I would see, okay, then he's ready. Because yeah. if he goes into the game January 22nd, he goes up for a dunk or a, or a layup, he gets a little extra contact, even if it's a foul, he could go down with a nasty injury. Not saying yep. he, could he, re- could re- re- he could re
1: he could re-aggravate it. He could re-aggravate
0: that same injury, and saying, I, I, I I do not want to hope this. I want to see Zion. I want to see oh, yeah. Zion well, play, play. Well. but I do think that if he comes back, I think it's a little too early in my mind. I would have released him. I would have waited honestly just just wait like I know you want to play I waited and it a little bit, and it hurts yeah.
1: him a lot to sit there and be want to play but There's clearly that video of him uh at the next game yeah. uh, the other day where he was like falling asleep on yeah, the bench yeah he was falling asleep. That well, was but, was funny, some, but but yeah. you can
0: see the face like him him you can look at the different facial uh Emotions, he almost you know, looks bored in a he sense. He looks very bored. And I'm like going to say, you want to come back because you're the number one draft pick. You want to prove. Because there's a lot of people going out there saying, oh, he's going to be a boss and oh, we're not really sure about yeah. him. I mean, weight. we said that. <laughs> we said that as well. And that could still be a possibility. Zion Williamson, <laughs> he is a little bit overweight. In my mind, again, they they were comparing him to Charles Barkley. The difference is that Charles Barkley, when he entered the league, this kid's question, you're out of shape. You need to get in shape. Charles Barkley got in shape. So the question is, is Zion Williamson ready to get in shape? Because I do think he could get a little bit more in shape in my mind. Um, like he's yeah. he's, work, he's yeah. working as hard as he can, but in my mind, the question is obviously. I think it's a little early in my mind. It would have waited a few more months or even just wait the year. And the question is, what is his stat line for the first game coming back? Because he's going to be playing in limited minutes. I don't yes. expect him to score 20 points. I may be going to expect maybe he's going to shoot. He's probably going to score around 10, 15 points. He might shoot like 10 shots, 15 shots. He's going to get maybe a few dunks maybe here and
1: there. I, I see, think he's going to get 10, I 12, 10 points and five rebounds
0: and five assists. That's, I see That's him- my stat line.
1: I see him playing max 15 minutes. Yeah. Max 15 minutes off the bench. I don't think he's going to be starting. No. I see him max 10, 12 points, really. Yeah, he's like, going to
0: get 10, 12 points, five, four, five rebounds, maybe a couple assists here and there. I'd say like
1: two assists, two maybe. Two assists, maybe. But I don't... That's, that's also... Him working off the bench, probably not getting a lot of minutes. Plus Rust, he hasn't played full on five on five for a while. I don't. We, we haven't
0: seen. Maybe he definitely. Okay, he definitely has been practicing five on five because there's no way they're gonna throw yes, him out but if that's he's just dunking. That's different than a game as well. Even if you play five on five scrimmage in a, uh, like with your teammates and stuff like that, that's not in an NBA game where it's gonna be nationally televised. Where you're gonna be, you're set to. Like I don't think he's gonna start though. Like because he's saying oh, he's 100% to. percent not. No, 100% there's not, not. going He's coming off the bench. There's, there's the no bench way yet. they start him. No, no. Um and I do think that it's going to be interesting as well. My stat line is around 10 points, 5 rebounds and 3 assists. That's my stat line. Like what's your, what's your what would you be official like if you if you were official like-
1: stat line? Mm nine three and one.
0: That three and one okay and I, I
1: think uh for the rest of the season i don't see him playing i mean i could see him starting a couple games here and there but for the rest of the season i don't do, uh, see him doing too too much craziness wise next year though once he's fully healthy once he's gotten some experience and i would like I, i'm gonna he's gonna be uh a treat to watch i think but we shall see it in the coming weeks
0: Alrighty, that wraps up our NBA discussion regarding the Atlanta Hawks and the Timberwolves trade, and of course Zion Williamson's uh, debut set for January twenty second. Already moving now over into the NHL, our final two topics of the day. Starting with Dougie Hamilton suffering a broken fibula versus the Blue Jackets—a big blow really for the Hurricanes. Question is, how big of a blow is it to the Hurricanes and the Hurricanes offense as well?
1: It's it's a huge blow for them. I mean, uh, if you if you look at the video, it was a nasty hit. Um, it was re- it was kind yeah. of it wasn't a nasty hit. It was kind of just a broken play. It was a nasty fall. Really. It was a nasty fall. Him the way that the ankle, the, like, the knee yeah. curled
0: in. It was really hard to watch. In it my it mind. was hard
1: to watch. Uh, Dougie Hamilton has had a Norris Trophy type season. 14 goals, 40 points. Uh, I don't know how many games, but uh, he has been a huge part of the offense uh, as a defenseman for the Hurricanes. He's been probably one of their best players this season. Uh, we don't know how long he is out currently, but it sounds like it's going to be a while. Broken fibula. Yeah, he's he's going apparently going to get bad. some surgery, or
0: he's going to get some X-rays, and, and then possible surgery, and then the timeline is still yet to be determined as well. Yeah, he that, be that, those injuries do not those yeah. injuries
1: do not or do not heal quickly. There, no. he is going to be out for a while, and that's a huge blow for uh, Carolina uh, for a Carolina team that's hoping to repeat what they did last year. Um, but I think that the Hurricanes. I mean, there were some rumors that there was talks that maybe he gets traded somewhere there was talks that um, he might be in the Norris conversation there was a bunch of different talks about what the Hurricanes were gonna what their plans for Dougie Hamilton was um, but I think that really he was their top defenseman and I think that um he's a very offensively minded uh, defenseman which is why he is having a Norris type season and why he's putting up so many points but realistically I see this as a huge blow for the uh Hurricanes and I think their defense is severely weakened now, and I'm going to be interested to see how well they do without him because he is a huge part of their team, and I think that their defense is going to suffer as well as their offense uh, based off of power play and uh, their PK as well. I would agree with you. It's going to be a big blow for the
0: Hurricanes, and like you just for all those reasons as well, he is having a really good season, 14 goals, 40 points, the number of games is undetermined as well. Uh, it was really a nasty injury. We di- I did watch the video as well today. Um... And to see that, and I do think uh, like it's going to be tough to tell uh, like how how bad they do or like what's what's really the record prediction of like what they're going to do because it, it it's would like, depend
1: on how long he's out for. It, realistically. It, it's really
0: going to depend on how like you're you're losing one player, but you're also like you said you're losing a big player offensively and defensively as well because you're, you're losing a great defenseman on the defense side, and then offensive side, you're losing his goal production as well with his assists mm-hmm. as well, and you're really like losing on, on guy the guy penalty though. kill. You're also like, on I'm, I'm, I'm the power play, my yeah.
1: bad. And you're also losing a guy who's pretty much. Been loved all season long by Carolina hurricanes fans they've been loving the play of him so far and he's been a really good addition for them and i feel like that the hurricanes fans are i mean they have the storm surge they still love the hurricanes but uh i think that that's going to be a significant blow for their fans morale as well thinking okay our best defenseman just uh just went down how are we going to perform going forward? How long is he going to be out? How Who's going to replace him? What's going to happen moving forward? Because there's a lot of questions going into this. And I could see maybe a Jake Gardner type of guy going and playing up top minutes like he did when he was with the Leafs because he's on the older side of things, but he has the experience and could go in there and give you a lot of minutes, I think.
0: Definitely. It is going to be interesting to see uh, what happens with Dougie Hamilton and uh, we'll, and what, what, uh, what his timetable is for return. Yeah. Already moving on to some other news. The Toronto Maple Leafs are looking to acquire Alexander uh, Georgiev. uh, Georgiev. Georgiev. Sorry, from the (laughs) New York Rangers. What might the Leafs have to give up for this backup goalie? Because we've seen this year the Leafs' backup goalie play of Hutchinson has not been solid. He's looked okay. He's looked looked okay recently, but he has not been consistently good enough for a backup in my mind. And I do think the question is what What are the Leafs going to have to give up? Is it on the defensive side? I feel like it's going to be more on the defense. Like, are they going to give up only players or is it going to be only picks? Because I feel like they got to at least give I up think a lot of players. I think
1: the Leafs don't have many picks going forward. And based off of. I, they're not giving up defensemen. It sounds like the, uh, the the Leafs are too weak already, as it is defense wise. And I don't think. I think Sandine or uh, or uh, Timoshov is way too much for. Uh, not Timoshov. Uh, Lilligrin are way too much for a Georgiev. Yeah, for a, for, the, for a backup goaltender. For a backup goaltender. I mean. I would say you give up a fourth line
0: guy. Yeah. You got to trade a fourth line. Like.
1: I think that going looking looking at what the New York Rangers are right now, they're not having a great season. Um, what they have goaltending wise is Georgiev plus uh, an aging Henrik Lundqvist, who has been still pretty good in his older age. But they also just recalled their top prospect, uh, uh, their top goalie prospect, who has been hyped up for them. So Alexander Georgiev is a younger well, he's about a middle age for an NHL uh, an NHL player. I think he's sitting around 30 years old. I'm not 100% sure, but he is your type of your typical typical backup type of guy. The numbers haven't looked super great for him so far this year um, just based on the fact that I don't think the Ra- the Rangers have not had a really good year as it is anyways. They obviously got Panarin in the offseason but it, it has boosted them somewhat but it hasn't boosted them a lot and I think that um, the underlying numbers for Georgiev aren't the greatest but maybe on a different team he could with a reduced like because obviously he is still the backup in New York but he's playing a lot more games because of the age of uh, Henrik Lundqvist and he's not playing as much
0: games I feel like as well because they
1: want to preserve him as much as they can and of exactly. course an AG Lundqvist doesn't help for the New York no. Rangers and that's why I think that when, what they want to get their young pro- top prospect in a few games because they know Lundqvist does not have long left uh, in the league and I think that's why Georgiev might be that kind of middleman that they don't know what to do with. And that's why I think you could see him... uh, That's why I think the Leafs are trying to push for him. But at this point, the Rangers are looking for young forwards. And if you take a look at the Leafs' depth, they have about six lines in total. They have a lot of depth uh, when it comes to the forward position. Uh, But I don't know who it's going to be. There's been talk about maybe Andreas Janssen or Jeremy Bracco going the other way to the York rangers I think it's Bracco. It's either Bracco or Bracco. There's been a lot of debate about his name. Anyways, I think that it's definitely going to cost the Leafs a fourth or top prospect type of forward. I think that um, uh, I prefer maybe, a, I think maybe a Timishov could get you there if you add in a pick or two. Um, just based on the fact that, uh, Georgiev is a backup goalie. Himoshoff has looked pretty good as a younger, uh, as a younger guy coming into the league this year. And I think that, um, yeah, Georgiev would be a nice addition for the Leafs, obviously with, uh, Michael Hutchinson having a decent season. He has, lo- he has looked better recently. I'll give it to him. On, uh, I'll give it to him for that. But I mean, if you look forward for the Leafs, they do have, uh, a young Kashmir squo and a young Joseph Wall who have been playing really well in the Marlies who could be effective for you in the coming years. And Georgiev could kind of be like a transition guy who could be a decent amount of backup, go- uh, a decent backup goalie that can give you a decent amount of games in comparison that you can actually trust compared to um, a Hutchinson or one of those young guys coming up because Freddie Anderson needs a bit more time off, I feel, because the way they've been playing him the past couple of years, he has been playing way too much, I feel. Already, and I do think as well. Like, if when you look at the like, so what really?
0: If you were, if you were the Leafs, Jeff, if you were Kyle Dubas, what would you give? What would what would be your trade? You're trading for Alexander Georgiev. You did mention some players as well. What would be your official like trade? What would what would you say?
1: I say I say Timoshev and a like a fourth or a fifth round pick for Georgiev. I think that gets you there. That gives the Rangers a decent probably a third line, fourth line type of forward for them right now. And then you do have the fourth plus a fifth round, round pick yeah. and then the future pick down the road that can help them out and the Leafs get help now. And uh, maybe you see Hutchinson go off to another deal or whatever. You could see maybe a package. Maybe New York throws an offenseman in there because Leafs are hurting right now. But then again Sandine has looked really good for the Leafs in the past couple of games, so he could be just their answer to the problem of defense now. And once they get healthy, that could be a really good boost for them going forward. But it'll be interesting to see how, uh, what the Leafs will decide to do with this tr- if they decide to make a trade and what they will have to give up for Georgiev. All righty, that
0: wraps up our last topic of the day our NHL discussion regarding the Dougie Hamilton injury and regarding the Toronto Maple Leafs and what they're looking to acquire for, or if they uh, how could they acquire Alexander uh, Georgiev? I totally butchered that. <laughs> um, this has been episode 22 of On The Rise Podcast with your hosts, Sam and Evan. Be sure to check out our website, ontherisepodcast.ca and at Rise Podcast for Instagram. We'd like to give thanks to all our Midtown Radio listeners. Make sure to tune in next week for more great sports content.